This is The Wrap, episode number 40, a weekly show bringing you up to speed on the movie news and goodies from the past week. Today is Friday, July 26, 2013, and I'm your host, TJ. Let's find out just how uh, the films fared at the box office this past weekend. Number one was a film that I was not expecting to be number one, and that was The Conjuring. I know nothing about this film, doesn't look interesting to me in the least. But it only had a budget of $20 million, so I guess I can't really, uh, you know, ding them for overspending. Uh, and it is at $44.9 million worldwide. That was number one at the box office last weekend. So, uh, woohoo for that film. Uh, not interested, although I saw on uh, Facebook or Twitter, I can't remember which, that Ben Kaiser, who's been on the podcast before, uh, liked the film, even though he doesn't typically like horror films. So, uh, number one, The Conjuring. There you go. Number two, Despicable Me 2, uh, on a budget of $76 million, it is now up to $584.5 million worldwide. The, 20, uh, the weekend gross is $25 million, uh, so uh, film's doing quite well. Number three was Turbo, uh, on a budget of $76 million. Uh, $31.2 million is the total. It brought in $21.5 million over the weekend. That was week number one for that film. Uh, so um, not so good uh, for a budget of 76 and only bringing in 31 worldwide over the weekend. Uh, not great. Number four was Grown Ups 2. Why won't this movie just go away? This is week number two, brought in 20 million over the weekend, up to 88.2 million worldwide on a budget of 80 million. Ugh. And quite the shame. Number five is Red 2. Such a great film and uh, it's not doing well. It's uh, it had a budget of eighty four million, and it has brought in a whopping twenty six point one million worldwide for weekend number one. Not great, not great. Uh, which I really like the film, so that's that's really depressing. Number six was Pacific Rim for week number two. It is up to one hundred seventy eight point five million worldwide. The budget was one hundred ninety million, so I don't think that uh, that it's doing as well as they were hoping it would do. Uh, but and it's also too bad because it's a good film. Why are the films that I like not doing so well? It's a little bit frustrating. Number seven, R.I.P.D. Understandable why this film isn't doing well. This is week number one. Uh, was week number one for R.I.P.D. It hit number seven, had a budget of $130 million, and it only made $19.5 million worldwide. I didn't think it was as bad as the critics are saying, but I can understand why it's not doing all that well at the box office. Number eight was The Heat, week number four, $145.1 million on a budget of $43 million. You know that the filmmakers have got to love that. Uh, also of note, World War Z came in at number nine. It's up to $456.4 million, so it looks like it's going to fall a little bit shy of that coveted $500 million threshold. Uh, Monsters University was number 10. Uh, it's now over $500 million. Lone Ranger, definitely a flop in the number 11 spot. So uh, there you go. That is the box office report. Monday was a pretty huge day uh, for for news because we were coming out of uh, the San Diego Comic-Con with lots of announcements and big panels from Marvel and DC Comics and the like. So there was quite a bit of stuff going on uh, on the site Monday. Uh, The Hunger Games Catching Fire theatrical trailer made its debut at the San Diego Comic-Con, and I'm very thrilled and excited with this trailer. I've been a huge fan of the Hunger Games books. I I liked the first movie well enough uh, with some caveats and some exceptions uh, particularly in the style that Gary Ross chose to go. But that's neither here nor there. I did like it well enough, and this film looks like it's going to be even better. The Hunger Games Catching Fire. Definitely recommend you check out the trailer, which is in the show notes, and I've got a short opinion piece uh, with the trailer written there. So be sure to check that out. 
Joss Whedon came, uh, has announced a title for The Avengers 2. It's going to be called The Avengers Age of Ultron. Uh, he announced that at a panel at the big stage at Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. So um, I think we were all expecting Thanos to be uh, the ma- major villain since he was teased at the end of the of the um, credits at uh, Ven- the Avengers. But um, I think he's going to play in the Marvel Universe in different ways and not necessarily in the Avengers. Uh, there was also talk of getting Hawkeye more involved in a, in a good guy role since he was not very involved in the Avengers as it was. And, of course, he was – acting against his own will most of the film and, and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, definitely excited about a lot of the stuff that, that's going on, um, and we're going to see how this all plays out. Looking very forward to the Avengers very much. And here's some big news, not news that I'm excited about, but it is big news, and uh, this is uh, Holy Super Batman, Zack Snyder to direct a crossover film of Superman and Batman. And he announced that on the stage uh, to big fanfare and uh, uh, big, big applause and, and people were going crazy. And I just I, I just so don't care. And I've talked at length before about this, so I won't burden you too much with it. But I don't I mean, what they're going to be doing is rebooting the Batman franchise, which I don't really want or care about right now. And I'm just, uh, I, I, I just, I'm not interested in this at all. This feels like DC Comics is doing a Me Too. They're not spending a lot of time crafting a universe like Marvel did. They saw Marvel's success, and now they're grabbing it at straws, is what it feels like to me. So, not, not super excited about this. But there's a lot of people that are, and if you're one of them, congratulations. Kobe Smulders is going to join uh, the cast of S.H.I.E.L.D. I suppose that should have been almost a given. I mean, she is a TV actress primarily, and she was in the Avengers, and uh, she is a member of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But uh, James Hibbard over at Entertainment Weekly says it's official. Kobe Smulders is reprising her Avengers role in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. In fact, the How I Met Your Mother star appears in the very first episode, reteaming with her Clark Gregg's resurrected agent, Coulson, and in a pilot that's been kept under wraps by the network. I want very much to have Kobe in the pilot because she, as much as anyone else, is S.H.I.E.L.D., says the pilot's writer Joss and director Joss Whedon in a statement to Entertainment Weekly. She's cool and commanding and has the dry humor that plays so well with Clark's. Also, if she's in it, I get to hang out with Kobe. That was a statement from Joss Whedon to Entertainment Weekly. Uh, I liked her fine in The Avengers, so no complaints. Uh, so that's just a little bit of news regarding S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm, I'm basically scooping up any news I can get about S.H.I.E.L.D. since I'm really excited about this TV show. Really hoping it's going to be good. It is Joss Whedon, so I can't imagine why at least the pilot wouldn't be. All right, Riddick Red Band trailer. I don't usually post Red Band trailers to Movie Bite, but I will occasionally if I've been talking about a film and then a Red Band trailer comes out. Sometimes I will just to make sure that you understand what you're in for if you go see it on my recommendation or because I was talking about it. And it's mostly, um, while there is a, some language and an F-bomb in here, it's mostly about the blood and the gore and the violence in the case of this Riddick trailer. Uh, so if you're interested to see what you'd be in for if you go to the theater, Red Band trailer is in the show notes. Captain America 2 features a significant shift in the Marvel Universe. According to Russ Fisher over at Slash Film, um, he was speaking with Joe and Anthony Russo, uh, who are the directors of Captain America 2. And so he asked, technically speaking, is this a sequel to Captain America or is this a sequel to the Avengers? The title suggests one thing, but the chronology suggests another. 
And Joe Russo says it's a little bit of a sequel to both. I mean, obviously, the character has advanced. He's been frozen for 70 years. It has narrative elements that tie it to the first movie, and it has narrative elements that tie directly to the Avengers, and it also has narrative elements that tie directly to the Avengers, too. Uh, this seems this seems normal to me, not a surprise by any of this information, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Uh, what did worry me, though, is that he went on to say the movie was shot largely in a verite style, which was unique for Marvel movies, you think? The really, they really embraced the approach to it, and it, it's a very experimental approach. I can't tell you how um, disappointing this is to hear this. I very much enjoyed the cinematic style in which the Marvel movies all have been done and i'm not looking forward to this strange stupid i mean, I mean the cinema verite approach where the camera is all handheld it feels very much like lazy cinema to me and it's very uh, trendy and i'm not into that and it's really annoying and really yeah i'm just not excited about that at all then the marvel cinematic universe has been anything but that up to this point so it's a bit of a departure and so it's not consistent with the universe and it just irritates me um, but there was one thing that, that um, one of the directors did say that makes me feel a little better. He said, it's energetic, but we also like to track the action. We really want to, people to understand what's going on from beat to beat. The action sequences are coherent. And that does make me feel a little bit better, but I'm, I'm not happy to hear that it's been shot in the cinema verite style. 2015 is going to be a year of tentpole films. I mean, just listen to this list. We have the Superman-Batman team-up. We have the Avengers Age of Ultron, Star Wars Episode 7, Jurassic Park 4, James Bond 24, Pirates of the Caribbean 5, Independence Day 2, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, uh, Finding Dory, The Fantastic Four, Ant-Man, War- World of Warcraft, Terminator, Assassin's Creed, Inferno, Kung Fu Panda 3, Smurfs 2, Alvin and the Chipmunks 4, Cinderella, Live Action, uh, that's a lot of films in 2015, and I'm sure they haven't even all been announced yet. It's only July of 2013, so a lot of lot of uh, well-known films. People are probably looking forward to many of these. Um, obviously, I'm looking forward to the Avengers, Star Wars. Uh, don't really care about Jurassic Park. Don't care about pirates. Don't don't really care about James Bond. Um, Hunger Games. Definitely looking forward to all of these films, and certainly the uh, Mockingjay Part Two will be the last film in that franchise. Unless we write more. Uh, uh, certainly the books ended there. So anyway, Finding Dory should be good. Not really looking too fat forward to Fantastic Four. Anyway, lots to, lots to look forward to here. Some, some not to look forward to here. But 2015 is certainly going to be a big year, it looks like. Chad and I recorded episode 53 of the Movie Bite podcast, which I titled No Grasshopper. And if you listen, you will know why. It was a pretty funny uh, part of the show, I thought. We talked about RIPD and Red 2. Chad hated RIPD. I didn't hate it so much. It was, uh, it was, you know, it was worth, it's worth seeing, I suppose. Although you could probably wait for it on DVD. It's not world breaking. Uh, I think I gave it three out of five stars. So just barely over my meh range, but not a lot. Uh, Red 2, I enjoyed immensely. Chad only rated it uh, three and a half stars. I rated four out of five stars. Uh, and so anyway, you'll want to catch the Movie Byte podcast episode 53 uh, to hear us talk about those films and, uh, you know, run down the current trailers and give opinions on all sorts of things. And uh, we have learned on Thursday that uh, there's going to be a Peanuts movie in 3D CGI, uh, to which I say, good grief, Charlie Brown, is nothing sacred? This is about the worst idea I've ever heard, and this is completely... 
I, I just can't see how a 3D CGI film can capture what Charles Schultz did with Peanuts. I'm just not interested in that at all. It was always about simplistic animation and simplistic drawing, and I just don't see how this is going to work. Not interested at all. So, uh, don't care. So now to wrap up the show, let's talk about what you might like to see this weekend. Uh, we do have one new film coming out that's that looks interesting, um, and that is The Wolverine. I'm definitely looking forward, hoping that it's going to be a good film. And, uh, you know, the first film was a bit lackluster, didn't hate it as much as many of the critics and, and, and regular movie-going audience did, but um, I'm hoping this one will be better. Uh, it is has a two-hour and six-minute runtime. It's rated PG-13 for language, intense sci-fi action, some sexuality, and violence. It's directed by James Mangold. And uh, you can check out all the trailers and stuff I have linked in this feature of what you might want to see. Uh, there's lots of trailers and information about the film uh, for you to make a decision about it. So I'm going to be seeing it this weekend, and we'll be talking about it on the Movie Byte podcast uh, in the coming week. Still in theaters are Despicable Me 2, Turbo, Red 2, Pacific Rim, R.I.P.D., The Heat, World War Z, uh, Monsters, University, The Lone Ranger, and White House Down. For more about how I feel about those films and whether or not you should see them, be sure to check out my linked article in the show notes. Uh, what to see this weekend. And that's all for this week. If you would like to view the show notes online, you can find those at moviebyte.com slash therap slash 40. If you want to keep up with me, you can follow me on Twitter at TJDraperPro. You can also follow MovieByte on Twitter to stay up to date, uh, twitter.com slash moviebyte. And you can like MovieByte on Facebook at facebook.com slash moviebyte. And you know what? We'd also love for you to give this show and the Movie Byte podcast, if you're a listener of that other podcast, we'd like for you to find those on iTunes and give them reviews and good star ratings. That would help us out a lot, and uh, your review means a lot to us. Of course, be sure to visit the website where you can keep up to date every weekday at moviebyte.com. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a wonderful Wolverine-filled weekend.